this session is going to be different from our other sessions because you are playing Ermengarde, but you're playing a different Ermengarde. You're okay. playing the Ermengarde who doesn't have matter two. So at okay. some point in this game, you might actually spontaneously get another point of uh, like anything actually with that experience that you've magically regained. And okay. this Ermengarde, the last thing they remember is going to that bookstore and then being kidnapped by a parallax. Okay. Um, and anything that happens in this game, should I be marking it on a different character sheet? Um, yeah, you could mark it just somewhere separate on that character sheet. Okay. And assuming that this Ermengarde survives... You might encounter them and then either merge together or just encounter them. We'll see. Can I ask a cheating question? Yes. If this Ermengarde dies, does my Ermengarde die? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's more fun. Um. Yeah. And um, I think that interestingly, this Ermengarde could die, could very well die, but could survive when the other Ermengarde dies, and then you'll come back as this one. We'll see. Well, <laughs> God, like I said, this game's scary. <laughs> this Ethel Stubbs has just followed Parallax into a strange chamber. You have been standing in Salem, but the world shifted and changed around you. In that room, there was an orb on a pedestal that slid open with strange geometric shapes in different worlds inside of it. You stared into it, but were able to break away and walk from that room, despite the multiple parallaxes there urging you to return to it. Now, you walk dizzy through the halls, seeing your time ghost walk towards that room. You can see both yourself and the parallax that led you here walking towards that strange room with the orb, and you can follow them backwards through time with your post-cognitive spell that you have activated. The room or hall, the hall that you are standing in is seemingly infinite it does this thing where on your left and right it goes on forever it's different rooms but when you look at them they all kind of shift and blend together it's difficult to make out discernible features of either the halls to your left and right hmm. it's trippy in this hallway as well because it's not like it's 40 feet or it's 50 feet it's indeterminate. And when you try to glimpse how far ahead or back you're actually walking, your mind kind of shakes a little bit. What you can tell is that you could either proceed down the left or right infinite halls or go back to that room with the terrifying parallaxes and the strange cosmographicum, or you can head with your past self to wherever they came from. 
also, you can ask questions and cast magic spells. Okay. So is the past version of me in the room with the dome still? No. So you just stepped outside of that room because it's like you're watching them rewind through time. They're being led by a parallax through this new hallway towards that room that you just left, but you're rewinding the time. Okay. So they're going back towards the dome room or they're... They're going back towards wherever they came from, you think. Okay. So I want to start by following them to where they came from in the sneakiest way I can. So like staying far enough back where I just want to make sure I don't miss like them turning a corner. They seem to walk straight backwards, of course. And you notice that while you hadn't seen them before, occasionally there are other versions of Parallax who wink into and out of existence as the one Parallax and Ermengarde are walking down this hallway just beyond their point of view. Do all the Parallaxes look different? Some of them look very different, but many of them look the same except for their clothing. They're all dressed in vaguely academic outfits, but they, a few of them have scars across their faces and they have different glasses or they've got slightly different hairstyles. Do they seem to acknowledge me? They're also time echoes. So what you're looking at now was them previously. They wouldn't be able to acknowledge you just as you're past self wouldn't be able to okay so i want to then run down the hallway and try to get ahead of my past self um and get to the room before they get to the room i'm curious if i can run through them because i mean who doesn't want to run through themselves given a chance never tried that before you can in fact run through yourself and parallax they kind of move like ghosts or mist as they reform as soon as you pass through them. Is it chilly? It is chilly. And in fact, this whole place is kind of chill. But as you pass through them, you definitely feel a discernible um, like rush of not quite vapor, but some sort of essence that makes your skin crawl. Okay, that's upsetting, but in an oddly satisfying way. So I want to try to get to that ball, dome, all the things in it thing first before they do. Oh, so you're going back to the room that they're headed towards. You're like, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you get to that room and you see that there is a, another version of like a time displaced parallax here kind of waiting and the orb is closed now. Okay. You aren't fully aware of what's happening in the present moment as you are watching the past, but you can tell that there are, there's something here in the present as well. Does this parallax seem to notice me or he's also a, a memory, a time memory? You know, he is looking at you, but you're not certain if he notices you. Okay. Man, 
parallaxes. What did you do? Um, I do. I have my stick. Did I get my like shovel stick? You yet? do. Okay. I want to try to open a ghost gate at this portal. Um, I see, because initially I'm just to see if I can get out of this space this way, because I got yeah. out of the other space this way. So um, I was going to try to smash the portal without shut. So try to cast ghost gate. So I have my stick and I have my little bag of ashes I brought with me, which is not weird at all. And I'm going to kind of put the stick in the ashes like a cute thingy in the little chalkies, you know? And then I'm going to draw some symbols. I'm going to draw them on the closed spear thing itself because I feel like that's significant. And I'm going to say in high speech. Actually, as you reach out to touch what appears to be a closed orb, you kind of get a vibration through that stick as it passes through it. You're looking at a time-displaced version of this thing. What? You think that it must be open in the present. No, shoot. Okay, turn my back to it and then okay. do this on the ground uh, faster now. Um, in high speech, I'm just going to say, please open a gate to take me out of here. Um, you can see the past version of yourself walking towards you. And you can hear, it's kind of like a garbled mumbling. You think that there's someone around you saying something, but rule death gnosis for that spell. I can't understand the garbling at all, right? Uh, Not unless you were to drop the post-cognition. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Well, uh, do I get to add anything for the stick in the high speech? Yes, you do. You actually get to add plus three. Oh, thank God. I still get no successes. Your hands are shaking. This whole thing seems messed up. Uh, you, You can't even form a proper circle as you are doing this. And you feel a hand on your shoulder. No. It's all fleshy. But when you turn, it's not in the past. It's like there's no one standing there. I'm going to wildly swing my stick where that person would be. Yeah. Um, Like a baseball bat. You hear a noise (laughs) and the hand is removed. Um, Actually, give me a, a... Strength or dex plus weaponry, minus one. Okay. Well, well, roll one die. That one dies a five. The, the blow <laughs> that you swing out, it does make the hand recoil for a moment, but you, you sense that they stepped out of the way as it doesn't connect with anything solid. The other version of you is now in this room and they've stepped up to that strange orb. Okay. I'm now going to change directions and run up and try to see if I can put my hands over the eyes of the, the not me, me, the old, the, that me. Your hands go through their head oh, yeah, as dark. they move 
just a little bit more and you try to adjust, you hear them having that same conversation that you just had with Parallax. Um, some sort of tool, you should look inside and then they are. The top has slid open and you could also look inside. Um, I don't, I don't feel like it felt good. Um. <laughs> As you think about how it felt, you get the sense that when you looked into it, something else was looking back at you. Oh, you remember yeah. that you saw the underworld, but you're pretty sure that you saw your own face as well. Yeah, I had that Palantir sort of vibe in. Um, okay. How do I get out of here? I'm going to try one more time to see if I can, like, if I try to hit the globe now with my stick, is it solid or is it still it's ghosty and I can still put the, like move my hand through it and the stick through it. So there's like an inner fire inside, inside the top half of the open sphere. There are all these strange geometric shapes inside of shapes and inside each one of them is a complete world. You're not looking at it, but you can tell that there's like an ever-changing nature to it. You could try to stick your shovel's end into that ever-changing everything, if you would like. I wish Mona was here. Mona likes things like this. I, yeah, I, I'm going to redo the ashes on it because that makes it more magical, I think. And then I'm going to try to stick it into the spear and see if into the ever-changing world and see if anything happens. Okay. So you start um, like adjusting ashes over this thing. And then you hear voices somewhere in the present, but you can't make them out. You raise the stick up and you plant it into the middle of the Cosmographicum. As you do, it sticks as though you're sticking it into some sort of viscous liquid. Ooh. And you're pulling through that liquid as for just a moment. And it's, it's a river. You find yourself standing on a massive gray what? river under what a just black happened? sky. No. All around you. There's nothingness and darkness. I hate boating. I never liked boating. Does it have a sail? Or is it just like a plain It's like a little raft. And in fact, the river that you're on, it extends as far as you can see. It might as well be an ocean. Oh, man. I reach down and like touch the water is it does it feel like water it's really water it does feel like water but as you touch it a hand rises out and grabs your own hand nope oh so much nope i'm gonna um, try my hardest to pull away enough yeah give me a dexterity composure check that's the worst um 
Oh heavens, not that die. Ooh, reroll. Wow, Ermengarde is not strong. She's not good at magic, but she is composed. I got seven. <laughs> wow. So, as you go to pull your hand away, the hand is reaching towards yours, and you look down into the water, and through this murky, dark water, you see your own face. You notice that the hand reaching towards you has your family ring upon it. And you, you successfully backed away from it, but that figure starts submerging down into the blackness. Does it look like a normal me? Like me at my age, just like me? It looks oh, like you at your age in the way that you can just see their face. And have you lost any points of willpower? No. Okay. You would have regained one. But oh. um, I think that in this case, with seven successes, not only do you see yourself starting to submerge down, but you feel the changing of the world around you. You're pretty sure that you have been transported somewhere not of this earth and that you're moving. You get a sense with seven successes that the place that you are in now is only temporary for you. Okay, that's the most, the, well, the first comforting thing that I think has been realized since following the parallaxes. I'm going to then lay down on the raft with my shovel and kind of just like cover my head and sort of wait to hopefully just not be on, not feel like I'm on a raft anymore. You're not on a raft. Where you... am I laying on the floor of now? <laughs> it's the moon. What? The earth stretched before you darkness and blackness here. There's strange buildings with twisting architectures that you've never seen before. The oh. version of yourself that had been sinking below the water is in some ways still here because you see an imprint of your own face on the ground inside one of the craters here. It's so weird. All right, Ermengarde sits down on the, well, goes from like laying on the ground to sitting on the ground and just like thinks for a second. It's just like, okay, this is even too weird. Signing, Meta Parallax earlier at a restaurant, ate some French fries, really bad food poisoning in the French fries. There's a sound from around you that sounds like and the sky begins to blur just a little bit. I stand up and start running towards uh, the first crater that does not have my face in it. Okay. <laughs> as you are running, you're in low gravity. It's like the moon as you would imagine it. Your first step takes you a little bit off balance and 
give me a, maybe a dexterity plus athletics or a composure plus athletics. No athletics. With two successes, you managed to land that and you're running. The craters here are shallow and um, you're running away from those strange buildings towards just a random hole and reality itself starts peeling away from you as you do. And you hear the sound of screams softly. It sounds like people panicking. There's some sort of clamor and you're in I guess you would describe it as a city, a massive block of buildings, but they're all strange, carved of stone and metal fused in impossible ways, almost like a futuristic city. And there are people running around you, but they're kind of like shades, ghosts of themselves, almost misty. The commotion is... I suppose you could say justified because some of the buildings appear to be on fire, but the fire is green flame that it, it's outrageously hot as it burns around you. Oh my gosh. Am I not on the moon anymore? Is this not on, on the, the moon? moon. You're okay. somewhere else. Um, okay. This is also only temporary. I must have to do the right thing to stop skipping scenes i this time i run towards the fire okay as you run towards the fire it gets hotter and brighter and hotter you can it's kind of like through the echoes of the people who aren't people around you you can hear voices and give me a wits plus composure check sounds like parallax for a moment and then everything's white hot flames with a purifying light around you everything is on fire the world is on fire it's kind of yellow it's kind of green it's kind of red it's every color at once but mostly it's blindingly bright you can tell that there are things here moving in the blindingly bright energy got outlines that you're not sure how you're seeing and they are speaking but when they speak it sounds like strange shrieks and groans it's kind of like that sound that you heard on the moon in fact um i try to I'm gonna run towards the shrieking now and see if I can find the source of it you run around in this space and you can feel like it's just at the periphery at all times like you turn your head and everywhere you turn you almost see what's making that noise 
you can almost tell what they are and you can you feel their intention upon you they are aware of your presence you can feel the scene starting to shift again and you notice that your staff even though you had run earlier is stuck in the ground but there is no ground here just floating yeah i mean when you think about it it seems as though there's a surface and then that surface becomes dirt the surface becomes dirt yeah it starts to like grow around where the stick is planted in the ground okay can i try to cast a matter spell on my shovel to make it a real shovel like a proper not broke shovel yeah so you think about it being a real shovel and it is you see that it has a solid metal uh blade on the end now i start digging okay into like the newly forming soil you're digging and the world around you continues to change you're somewhere in the woods it looks familiar in fact could have sworn that you've been here as a child and the shovel hits something. Ooh, I reached down for it. As you move the dirt away, you can see that it's some sort of stone. It's massive and it's looks, you clear away more dirt. Oh yeah. Yeah, it looks like some sort of boulder, except it's made out of green stone. And the stone has these strange uh, demarcations that look almost like scales. It's like overlapping chain mail. And it's huge, each scale the size of your head. Whoa, have I found the edges of the stone yet? No, but as you continue to move the dirt, you do find a hand, a skeletal hand. I, okay, I want to talk to the ghost of that skeleton if possible. I believe I can do that. I'm going to try to cast ghost summons. I think that would be it to bring that ghost um, to me. Yeah, I, you view the hand and imagine it speaking to you. Roll a death okay. gnosis. Are you using any yantras? Um, I'm going to when I grab its hand say hello my name is Ermengarde <laughs> in high speech yeah at a plus two bonus three successes and you feel that spirit return and the hand extends along to a ghostly specter. There's something different about this ghost, but you can't quite put your finger on it. It seems different from other ghosts that you've met. Um, also, you recognize them. Is it Byron? It's Ethel Stubbs. No, really? Oh, I, I... She looks down at you and her eyes have a sort of sadness, but also an 
kind of like it's a wistful look where she also looks kind of proud you hear a voice come from somewhere in the woods it's your father's voice Ermengarde Ethel I try to hug Ethel Stubbs does it work she's like a I ghost. throw my arms around her yeah I figured but I thought I'd try uh, um, yeah it kind of like unlike the temporal images there is a sort of ectoplasm here for you where there's a resistance as your hands move through okay that's something um I am going to like look at her and sort of in in the a voice that's gonna I wish was more childlike but I'm gonna make mine say is is father unhappy am I in trouble to Ethel doesn't know he never knew it was always her the Hydra she says and you can feel this reality starting to spin and ripple away from you no I grab I definitely try to grab it Ethel as that one pulls away um mm-hmm. Can I make my spell last? Can I try to pull her with me? You could try to pull her with you, but it would be a time spell in this case. Second, my cat is on my... I have one point in time. Normally that wouldn't be enough to manipulate time, but give me a time gnosis check anyway. There's a click, click, click. It sounds almost like a clock ticking, but at the same time, it sounds like bones snapping. And you see Ethel, the ghost, um, bends down to you and whisper, I'll still be here. And then you feel yourself someplace else. You are standing on top of it. Looks like a mountain. There's clouds around you, stretches for quite some time. And you're holding not a ghostly Ethel, but a single finger bone. Oh yeah, and a shovel, which is now a shovel. Um, all right, I'm the tuck the finger bone safely away with my bag with like the the ashes and things like that um a weird thing i now own collecting (laughs) dead people parts you know i know right what a creeper um write that down okay and this reality of course doesn't feel any more real than any of the other realities right You know, every time you're there, it feels so real. But this whole process is really beginning to, like, make you doubt everything. When you were near the fire, you could feel the heat. But when you were on the moon, you could breathe without a spacesuit. Mm. It's surreal. The wind at the top of the mountain is biting. And again, roll me another wits plus composure check. Oh, my God. 
I rolled so many ones. Luckily, this is not D and D, but uh, nothing. The highest thing I rolled was a three. <laughs> it almost sounds like there's voices on the wind. As you turn around, there's a half buried cave, buried by snow. That is just a few feet away from you. All right, I cover my ears the best I can from the voices, and I run towards the cave. As you approach the cave, you see that there's something shining down inside of it. Some sort of multifaceted gem, it looks like, and it's hovering in the air. Only about the size of your palm, but you can tell just by looking at it that there's something strange and powerful about it. I know that this is the worst decision in basically, you know, anything ever, but I'm going to grab the gem. I don't know how else to get out of this. (laughs) Good news, bad news. As you rush towards the gem, you grab it. And as you touch it, you can feel power exploding through your body. You immediately take a point of lethal damage. Oh God. The world cracks and shatters around you. It's like glass, three-dimensional glass everywhere. And then as the world reforms, you're back in that chamber with the metal orb in front of you. And there are four parallaxes here in this room. You're holding that gem. It pulses in your mind like a heartbeat. And the parallaxes in the room are saying something to one another, but it's like your ears are ringing. There's no sound. The cosmographicum, that strange orb in front of you, slides closed with a metallic... (laughs) Do I see any... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, You hear one of the parallaxes say, well, I suppose that this experiment counts as a success then. Experiment. Do I see any of the shadows of myself anymore? That spell has evaporated from you, but you do sense a kind of coldness around you, colder than you were before, even with this thing inside your hand. One of the parallaxes, you notice that he has a sword at his side, walks towards you. And he extends a hand towards you. Um, I slip the gem into my pocket and extend my hand out as if to shake his, or take his hand like a lady. Disdainfully, he pulls his hand back (laughs) and says... I believe that you have taken something from my wonderful tool. And he looks at your pocket. That is ours. Mine. That is mine. It's all that got me out of your tool. No, you, you would have been able to emerge. I'm, I'm certain of it. Will your tool not work without this? It will serve a different purpose, but 
I would prefer to keep such dangerous items away from those who could be harmed by them. As he is saying this, you get a real creepy vibe. Give me a wits empathy check. Okay, with two successes, uh, you feel like this parallax, despite what you've seen of parallax outside of this strange hall, wishes you ill. They really want that gem and they're willing to do anything to get it. I stomp his toes as hard as I can with my heel and take off running down the hallway. Okay, do you want to give me a, a strength brawl check? Oh god. I get to roll this one die. Oh, I rolled a nine on it, though. Uh, your foot comes down towards Parallax, but it's like he knew that it would happen. And you can see his foot just a smidge off the side. (laughs) I still take off running. Yeah, you start to run and you can tell that there's a reaction in the room. But you also, you feel something uh, brush cold against your arm. I'm, are the parallaxes chasing me? You turn and look, and you see that parallax that just had the sword snap and wink out of existence. There's a partner snap, and in front of you is parallax, sword at his side. Oh my god. The feeling that you get is now on both of your arms. There's a coldness on your left and your right arm. And give me uh, intelligence a cold check. successes you would actually you've read about this online that centralized chills like this are supposedly uh, specters spirits or ghosts okay i'm gonna put my ghost site up you see a version of yourself a ghost a dead version of yourself and they say you're about to get stabbed you're going to be dead. Think that you're dead. And you see a sword plunge through your back, almost in slow motion. Be dead. Just be dead. Okay, I imagine being dead. I imagine the coins. I imagine the, the bird. All of it. Just like... All right. <laughs> Roll the most important death gnosis check of your life. You can spend a willpower to add three dice. Uh, That feels significant, and I will do that. Hey. Oh, that's not very good, Victoria. That's not very good at all. Earl, out of 
So many dice. Well, two is enough to be dead. (laughs) (laughs) The blade passes through your chest, pulls out, and you fall to the ground. And you think that you are dead. You're convinced of it even. But at the same time, you're conscious. You're aware of what's happening around you. You can feel another parallax step towards you from behind and start going through your pocket. You can see that ghostly version of yourself hanging just out of sight. There's a look of terror and they, she doesn't look certain about what's happening right now, but she's very intent on you. Okay. Um. Oh man, what do I do, what do I do? Can I, oh sorry, go ahead. Uh, you hear one of the parallaxes say, this one was a success. You should go back to just before when we found it. Yes, but the other ones that we took from that period, they weren't successes at all. Complete and utter failures. What do you think makes this one different? Do they all mean me? Perhaps if we had more time, we could dissect it. But for now, let's just do the expedience thing and go get another one. There are still three out there that we don't yet possess. Uh, what? Can I move as a ghost? Like, can I leave my body and move as a ghost if I believe I'm dead? You can kind of, like, shift around with your consciousness and you can you find that while you can't leave your corpse you can turn your perception and see in other directions that your eyes can't see hmm. okay i can't see where the parallax had said where he's gonna he's going to go get another one is going can i um it seems as though they are just talking with one another but then they, they like share a look. One of them who's not holding a sword gives like a ah, sigh and starts to pick up your body. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna let this happen for a second. Okay. Uh, they throw it over their shoulder. They start walking. They walk towards that strange orb that you just ran away from. And in this room, there are like these four different hallways. You just came from one of them. The top of the ceiling is domed, but it's fairly bare and other than that. And they are walking, it seems, around that orb. There are other parallaxes here. And for a moment, you can see that there is a room connected to this one that seems to have a floor completely blackened by fire. And there's another one that seems to have directly across from that, um, these strange tubes and piping that stretch up into the ceiling filled with strange colors and shimmering energies but you're being walked past both of those to a set of stairs that descend downwards. Okay. 
I'm gonna keep going. I basically want to know if he's gonna put my body on a pile of other Ermengarde bodies. <sighs> yeah, there's uh, they walk for a bit. They turn. There's a. Uh, it's kind of like a labyrinth here. It's got all these twists and turns, and you notice them reach a fork that goes left and right. They take a right. And then they reach another fork and they take a left and then they take a right. And on that right, there are a bunch of bodies covered in sheets and you are laid next to them in a neat row. And this parallax reaches into a pocket, which is obviously too small for this and pulls out a white sheet and drapes it across your corpse. And now I'm going to wait for the footsteps of him to leave this room. Okay, they do. Okay. And then I'm going to get up. Yeah. (laughs) You are no longer dead. All right. Your chest does hurt, but you can already see where that blade had pierced through your chest beginning to seal over. Ooh. And I feel... (laughs) You feel alive. Okay. Do I have a scar? Can I feel like, is it scarring? It does seem like it's scarring. And in fact, it does seem like you've taken some damage from that as well. Okay. Um, I feel like Mona talks about having some sort of scar from Parallax. Um, and I walk over to one of the other tables. And I can't imagine actually being able to like fortify yourself to do this. But I'm going to pull back one of the sheets. I'm just going to do it like Um, and see if it's me. It is. Oh, God. Dressed exactly the same. There's a staff next to you. It doesn't have a shovel on the end of it, it, though. Okay, mine's still a shovel? Yes. Okay, I pull back another sheet. Is it also me? Yes. Okay, I don't have to do this anymore. I feel contented. There are four (sighs) bodies. They're just lying on the ground, not on tables. Um, In this passageway here, inside this labyrinth and you can feel that cold energy around you again. Okay. Can I tell which one of these bodies besides myself is the most recent? Because Parallax is such an efficient and organized person, you can kind of tell that they go in an order where you are the most recent, the one next to you before that and before that. Uh, Do you have any dots in medicine? Uh, no. Okay. Well, you can tell that they were killed by swords. All right. Not entirely sure how long ago it happened, but they've got various sword injuries, and the second one that you pulled the sheet off of appears to have been cut in half. Okay. That's so upsetting. Um, (laughs) I'm going to try... Did my ghost of me come with me? Yeah. Are you turning on your ghost site? Yeah. Uh, that ghost version of you is kind of like doing a little victory dance that you would do. <laughs> um, I'm going to try to talk to the ghost version of me um, and ask them if they all died the same way. Oh, I haven't been here for all of them, but... 
the last six of us were definitely killed with that sword by that jerk. You could say much more. Did you all get the gem out of the... No, and none of them were able to notice me before while they died. Oh, all right. Well, we are all new to this. Um, really new to this. Miss Mona. Um, do you, you don't know how we get out, do you? I don't know, but I think we should kill him. I've had a lot of time to think about this. A lot of time? How long have you been here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think I've been here for... I can't really tell. I can't really tell. Maybe days? Weeks? That's impossible. I just got here. How could I kill Parallax? I don't have a sword. Well... I was thinking, there's all these dead versions of me, us, you, and maybe we could use them. Use them, use them. You kind of get an edge off this ghost version of you. Yeah, this one's intense. Um, Use them how? I, I can't bring them back. Byron knows how to do that. Right before one of them died, they reached this place and they made the corpses rise. I don't think they were alive, but, but, but. Still, there's so many parallaxes. There are, there seems to be infinite parallaxes. There's only a few of us for now. Fifteen. There's five here, and then there's five more that way, and then five more beyond that. There's multiple rooms of us. Oh, yeah. They're kind of like rooms. Even if I brought all fifteen to life, are we all just going to pummel them with our shovel handles? I don't know, but they need to die. And when she says that, her face kind of distorts from being your face and gets a little more, I don't know, demonic, ghostly, scary. I dropped my ghost sight. (laughs) All right, well, that was a lot. Um, And I'll walk down the hallway and peek, and do I indeed see two more rooms of, like, bodies laid out? So the place where you are is, like, a twisting labyrinth. It seems that you are on a left-right turn, and on the right, there is a hallway that has these five bodies lying across it. On the left, there's a hallway that extends and then reaches another T intersection. It's all stone? It's all stone. And in fact, it's like a dark green stone, and it's kind of scaly. I pulled the the bone out of my pocket and I concentrate on it and I write her name on the the bone 
like I dip my finger in the app, like the ashes, and I write her name on the bone in high speech, yeah. and I call Ethel and see if I can get her to appear here. As you will it, the ghost shimmers, and you can feel the presence of them around you, but you'll have to turn on your ghost sight. Oh, right. Put the ghost sight back up. <laughs> yeah, you see other uh, Ermengarde. She's like... Um, you, you notice that now that you're looking at her more carefully, there is a clear sword wound that seems to have cut like into their back on this uh, dead Ermengarde. But Ethel Stubbs, your old caretaker, is here. She doesn't have a sword wound in her, does she? She doesn't. She has no obvious wounds. Okay. Ethel. Ethel! I mean... Wow, I can't believe that worked. Can... It's been can you so take long. Me? We just saw uh, each other. I think that that's been years for me, child. Ethel, can you take me with you if I became a ghost? I'm not sure how I got here. I hold up the finger bone. Oh, I'm not sure how to leave. Oh, no. What if you're stuck here now, too? This place, I've never been here. It seems... Mm. Seems like something that your family would have built. My family? But it's full of parallaxes. Do you know? I found something like this, and she touches the hard green stone walls. I found something like this out in the woods. I showed it to you, but I don't think you'll remember it. Is it that same memory of being in the grave or is it different? Um, it's, you can't remember it just as okay. I say, but you do remember being there at where you dug up this hand bone. Huh. Is it, what did you know, Ethel, about my family? Oh, child, your family is ancient. The wards have been the wards for longer than this country has been as it is. Perhaps even longer before that. I was blessed in some ways, given my youth, if you can call it that, Many years I was given. It was both a gift and a curse as I watched what they did to those children over and over again, those blood rituals, searching for an heir. The maze? Ethel, do you mean the maze? Sometimes it was a maze, but Sometimes, simply a gun with only one bullet or a challenge of blades 
As time progressed, it has evolved, I'm sure. Did you know they were going to do it to me? I had my suspicions. That's why Why I, I tried. I tried, my child. But I became an inconvenience. And as with all inconveniences, she looks down. I just thought that she would listen to me. We had been friends once. Oh, Ethel. I'm sorry you're here now, too. It's no bother to me, child. I've been like this waiting for you, I think. I don't know if I passed the test or not. I died, and then I came back. Yes. I, I suspect you have passed, as you say. If past is being able to see another realm, in the realm of death, no less, the heir that she's been seeking. My grandmother. Yes. You must not go back home. Your grandmother is your great, great, great grandmother in a way, but she's also your grandmother, or at least that body belongs to one of that blood relation. What's that have to do with the parallaxes though? Are they related to us? I'm not sure who or what the parallaxes are. They're who's keeping us here, keeping me here. Maybe you now too. I, your family had no servants by that name in my time. It's his, his mage name. It's not his real name. There were those who had the gift, who worked with your family, but she always keeps them at arm's length. She never lets them know, not after what she did to her brother. Ethel? Is Ethel your name? Ethel was my name, though I had others. I changed it as the centuries drew on. How old were you, Ethel? I think I was 304, a ripe old age. Ripe old age indeed, well kept. Yes, but at what cost? I don't, this has to end. I agree but it's dangerous. Everything's dangerous, or so it seems now. But it's not going to end this way. And I'm going to try to cast a spell to wake up the other Ermengards. Okay. Um, All of them at once, just like, rise. 
We'll try one at a time. We're going to skip that one that's cut in half. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll try uh, a death gnosis. Are you using any yantras? Uh, yeah, I'm going to draw onto each one of their. Um, they're all dressed like me. So I guess onto like their necks, um, uh, a symbol. And I'm going to say, wake up to eat to that urban guard in high speech. Yeah, that's a plus three bonus. Does three wake up in urban guard? Yep, it's a zombie urban guard. It looks around and then it collapses. You have to sustain your will in the spell. Would you like to do that? I'll try to do that. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yes, you're. So what this essentially amounts to is it's a little bit of overreach to make this um, Ermengarde last for a scene. But if you wanted to, you could overreach a little bit more to make it last for ever. In a scene is... Um, it's not a specific time frame, but it would be for a while. Okay. I'm going to stick with that for now. Okay. Um, Paradox does not occur and you have a animated Ermengarde. All right. Can you talk? I will ask my animated Ermengarde. It looks at you kind of unspeaking and just... Okay. Figure not. So now I have another me I could walk around. I don't think I could do this 14 more times. But maybe I can use it. Ermengarde, walk to the other side of the room. It starts walking to the other side of the hall. Fascinating. Okay. I'm going to head down the, the hall, bringing this Ermengarde with me. And I'm going to try to repeat. I'm also going to encourage the uh, the Ethel Ermengarde ghosts to come with us too. Um, the right, left, right, left, or left, right, left, right, um, back to where we started. As you get towards there, and the ghosts, of course, follow you. They are your ghost retinue now. Um, you hear the voices of the parallaxes, they're in a debate with each other about something, it sounds like. Okay, if I pause for a second, can I hear what they're debating about? Timeline's just too weak. If we keep going back there, it's going to fall apart. Yes, but maybe falling apart is the key. You saw what happened last time. I think that we ought to go back and remove another few copies. What could it hurt? And think about what we could gain. Are they in the room with the dome thing or no? They are in that room with the dome thing just beyond this labyrinth. The dome thing open or shut? Um, are you peering around the corner to find out? Yes. Give me a deck stealth check. One success. It is closed. And okay. you think they see you. One of them looks over like all right, I'm going to send the dummy Ermengarde walking down or walking 
down the hall. Are we at a cross, like a T? Um, yeah, there's, uh, it is a T intersection essentially. So you could have them walk across or you could have them walk towards the parallaxes. So I want them to walk across um, in hopes, and I'm gonna kind of hide and I hope the parallaxes will, I'm gonna tell them to run if they can, however good zombie me can run. And I'm hoping the parallaxes will follow that one for a second. Okay, uh, well, they definitely start following you hear them running down towards that though uh there is a flash and a parallax appears in the hallway in front of you um and they haven't seen you quite yet but you think that there's not really any place to hide in this hallway unless you ghost form they're going to see you yeah i'm gonna try one more go at like ghost gating myself okay is there a penalty to doing a spell that I did earlier and fail that? No. Okay. Uh, and in fact, normally it might cost you mana, but since you're a death mage, it doesn't. Oh, cool. Okay. And um, same thing. I'm going to like put ash on my stick and draw on the ground with the stick um, as fast as I can and just... Um, uh, you think that if you put ash on the stick and draw, then you'll, it'll take too much time and it would take two rounds and they might turn and see you. Okay. I'm just gonna draw with the stick really fast then. Okay. Um, and in high speech really, no, no high speech because I don't want them to hear me. I'm just gonna draw with the stick really fast. So that would be a uh, death plus gnosis plus one. Ooh, two zeros. Six. Wow. So you fade into a shade version of yourself. Uh, And with that, you see the parallax spin around and look at where you just disappeared from. Uh, He says something that is kind of, it's like you're underwater. It's hard to hear, but you're pretty sure he says, they're casting some sort of spells. How did we get this? And you see another parallax appear and lop off uh, zombie Ermengarde's head. And they, uh, they're they like looking around, but you don't think that they can see you. Poor zombie Ermengarde. Um, okay, I'm going to head into the room with the dome. And then when I first had showed up, I showed up in the garden room though. Yeah. And you know which direction that is. I do? Yeah, because that's where the time distorted version of yourself was from. Okay, and I'm gonna head to the garden room this time. Okay. You pass by flustered parallaxes who seem to be all heading to that labyrinth where the dead ermine guards are and you walk down past this infinite hallway you had seen before, and then you hear the sound of like woof, woof, woof. Uh, It seems as though there's something down just beyond this hallway, a massive chamber of some sort with some sort of moving mechanism inside of it. Um, can I get down there? Yeah. It's, assuming that that's where you came from, it's not a garden, but
but stairs that descend down at the end of the stairs in this massive chamber, there are these stone, I guess you would call them bridges that are spinning. They're about 50 feet in length. And when they're all straight, they connect to one another, but otherwise they are these massive spaces and they loom over blank nothingness. There's nothing oh that's supporting them. They're just like empty and hanging over blackness. The walls of this room are intricately carved with murals. There are four murals in this room and each one of the murals has a little landing next to it. The bridges that spin pass by each one of those landings. There are three bridges and four murals. Some of the murals are reached by more than one bridge. Yeah, I can't really see what's at, painted on them from where I am. Uh, they're carved into the wall, and you can kind of see the closest one. It looks like a massive dragon or several dragons. They are almost like Chinese dragons, no clear wings, and they're tied up in all these different shapes. It looks like there are people who are carved into the bottom of the mural, but it, they're too small for you to see without going up closer. Okay. More dragons. The spinning bridges, are they spinning really fast or are they spinning at a rate where I feel like I could easily step onto and off of one of them? Um, you're all ghostly style and you think you could probably time it. Okay. I'm going to do a quick experiment first to see that being a ghost, if I can just stand on nothing and I try to like step up onto the air as if it's a step. Not here, no. It doesn't seem, it seems like you fall back. Your descent is slower than you expect it to be, but you don't float. Okay. That seems significant. Um, all right. I'm going to try to step on to the first spinning bridge and see if I can step off so I can look at that first mural a little closer. It's a dexterity plus composure check to get on and a dexterity plus composure check to get off. I'm so scared. I rolled two to get on. You're on. You should. And one to get off. So. So you step on very confidently, but as you step off, you lose your balance a little bit, and you feel yourself falling. But you you step just <laughs> with your second foot onto the platform. Okay. Here, that's you can tell that the people are meditating or something. And you feel an urge to touch the wall. Ooh. In any particular place or just in general? It's just like a, it's drawing you in. Okay. I'll touch the wall. Okay. Um, as you reach out towards one of those figures, you touch it and you experience a lifetime. You live out an entire life. The life goes sort of something like this. You are in prehistoric times. There is no technology. At first, this is off-putting. Um, and then you begin to have these strange dreams. 
dreams about dragons. You see them every time you close your eyes. What do you do? Oh, uh, you also are part of a small community. They all know you, but you don't know them. If I have no idea who the, I, I have no idea who this person is that I've become, right? No, it seems to be you. And I dream of dragons every time I close my eyes. Every time you fall asleep. Um, in a bad way or a good way? In an interesting way. It's like, it's terrifying, but it's also enticing. Okay. Um, waking version of me then is going to, wants to learn about the dragons, is going to ask people about the dragons. And most people don't know anything about dragons. Dragons don't exist. They think that you're very strange. But then one day a traveler passing through town tells you that they're going to meet a dragon. Oh, I go with them. And you travel on like this epic journey where there's like werewolves and there are these strange spirit creature things and you're walking and then you're sailing and you keep having the dreams and the dreams are getting more intense and it seems like this is what the dragons want you to do and then you see it a beautiful misty island and there's other travelers here too and they've all sought out the dragons you begin to build a community with them and learn and in time, you age. The buildings that you're building here, they're strange and alien. You build them with your minds. The dragons teach you things in your dreams, ways to change the world. And then you die. And when you die, you're back inside a chamber with spinning bridges. I feel like I've died way too many times for one life. Friends with the dragons. The dragon's good then? Um, as you look up at the dragons, you did feel like the dragons were connected with you somehow. Give me okay. an intelligence occult check. Uh, one success. So you've had a lot of like personal connection to the dragons in that lifetime and you knew that there were many of them. Now, as you look at the mural, you realize there are 22, um, 23 if you count a pair of them entwined, dragons representing lovers. Ooh. And you realize they each correspond to a different card in the tarot one of the major wondering. arcana <laughs> and there's all the dragons on that mural all 23 of them yes um there are 22 dragons on the mural and you can kind of figure out who most of them are but the 
the dragon that is the world's dragon is kind of the edges of this mural, you realize. It's like the frame on which the mural is based. Hmm. Do I... Hmm. Is there a dragon itself that feels more calling out for me to touch it? There is a dragon that you have fate on, right? Um, yes, I have fate one. Yeah, there is a dragon that speaks to you. Um, and of course, it's the dragon of death. It's face a skull. I reach out and touch that one. As you touch that dragon, you feel that this dragon is the source of death. You feel that before this dragon breathed death into the world, there was no death. Ooh. I don't see the dragon's life though. Huh? You don't. It's not quite the same. Like at the second time you touch the mural, you, you do get a slight jolt, but it's not like you get the same experience of a whole life. Also, that life was probably longer than Ermengarde's entire life. So you might be a completely different person now if you were interested in doing that. What? <laughs> yeah, Ermengarde's only been alive 18 years, but you were yeah. alive for like a prehistoric human's lifetime. That might not be that much longer than 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh man. Okay, I want to try to get to another mural. Okay. Uh, you can jump on the bridge and jump over to another mural. You can see that across the chasm, there is a strange looking city, except you've seen it before. It was that city where you saw the green fire burning with the architecture like the moon. And the city is it looks like it is growing and there are people moving about. The people seem to be making some sort of strange arrangement with their bodies. It's going to take two, three hops. Oh, man. Um, if I try to use my stick for balance, that doesn't give me anything, does it? Um, you know what? If you use it to like pole vault, I think that it could give you a plus one bonus as a tool. All right. All right. So two the first time. Thank God for that stick balancing concept. Um, oh no. Oh no. I have no successes for the next one. Okay. So the first you jump onto it. And then as you pass between the two spinning bridges, you leap, but you miss time that landing. And you find yourself um, spinning out over the blackness. And as you are doing this, the ghostly version of Ethel Stubbs reaches out and catches you, pulling you back onto the spinning platform. 
Yay, Ethel. <laughs> like a child learning to walk. <sighs> Thanks, Ethel. Um, all right, Thanks I have to do it child. one. I have to do it again, though, huh? Oh, God. All right, well, I got one success this time, so a little better. Okay, you leap from this bridge onto the next one, sliding along it. Um, behind you, you see Ethel Stubbs and other Ermengard waiting on the previous bridge watching you. You have one more jump to get over to that mural where the people are contorting their bodies. Where are the people, where the people are? I want to see, want to see I'm writhing. I got three this time. (laughs) You leap to it, and as you do, the mural calls to you as if it wants you to touch it. Okay. The the people are arranged in a pentagram and other arcane symbols, which you can tell um, they're symbols for fusion. Fusion. Uniting or no, in your mind it's clearly fusion. Weird. All right, I'm going to touch one of the people. Do I remember the experience last time of touching the other person? Okay. I do. Um, and then I'm gonna touch one of the, the people again. Yeah. You're a priest or something akin to it. And you always have been. You can't remember your life, but other people remember it for you. Much respected and much loved here on the island. The people are building something. They're building it on the bones of this dragon. You don't dream of dragons anymore, and you find it strange. You wonder where they've gone but no one else questions why there aren't any dragons. Instead, they do wonders, wonders that you would recognize as magic. They can create, destroy, will. There's something else here now, something that you hadn't even considered before, but now, It seems strange. The people have genders, but you're pretty sure that they didn't in your last life. The people here die, but you don't think that death worked the same before. The people here have all of these new qualities and the city grows. Each day, buildings are erected through force of will, shining, glimmering. What do you do in the city? Or Is there a, the body or the skeleton of a dragon that's still there? You see that there is a massive work in the center of the aisle where the people have constructed Maybe it's the body of a dragon, or maybe it's just something that they built. This massive figure eight. It's 
the body of a dragon curled in upon itself. And in each of the holes of its body, they're building these massive towers. You know that the towers are something that another group here on the island has been building for quite some time. But you're not sure when it started. Unlike the other structures here, the towers that they're building here, they stretch upwards and upwards. And as they reach higher, higher than almost you can see, they begin to twine together and they're woven. They're woven with ideas. It's like a, a matrix of different ideas and notions that are uniting these two towers woven on the bones of a dragon. But there's only two towers? There's not like an, there's not a bunch of them along the figure eight, just two? There's just the two towers and I mean there's other buildings in the city, but the uh, the towers themselves are undulating and twisting as they rise. But they rise out of the figure eight itself? They do. Um, you have any dots in science? I don't think so. It makes me think of Hannah's map. Um, where's science? It'd be a mental skill. Oh, yeah. No, that's that thing I have X'd off but have no dots in. So. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, <laughs> you want to roll your intelligence minus three then? Yep. That's zero. Okay. Roll a single dice. If it's a 10, it's a success. These are called Ooh, chance zero on it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and then roll the one. Um, it looks like DNA. Huh. DNA. People are still building it, and they're building it taller and taller. Um, I, I want to walk up to one of the people and ask them what they're making. Oh, yes, we're building the ladder. Then we'll be able to reach our full potential, they explain, and they sit with you and talk for hours about how this ladder will bring all people in the world together. And together, you'll be able to create harmony. They ask if you would like to build it with them. They need people of your order as well. My order? Yes. You are who the people listen to. They believe in you. The voice of the dragons, just as we are the wings to lift us up. The dragons. And I, I, I'll help do the, I'll help do the building with them. Oh, wow. Okay. So you learn <laughs> a lot about that building. You learn that each level of the building is a concept. And the concepts are things that suddenly become concrete in the world. There's... For example, duality, 
as just a step along this ladder towards the beginning, number and language. And then you realize that in your previous life, you never really spoke, you communicated, but it was never through words. And now there's this complicated set of words and you can express all these ideas. Another step of the ladder is art. What step of the ladder are you working on? What concept do you create into this world? Ooh. That's such a fascinating thought. I create What would Arvankar create? Oh man. Arvankar to create the concept of fear. Okay. Yeah. So as you create the concept of fear, you create the concept of bravery at the same time. And people know when to fear and when to be brave. And their fear drives them to the island in flocks. More and more people are coming. and The island is getting larger and larger. You have a number of interactions with other people, but you have an interaction with someone in the middle of the night and it makes you fear. You get a sense that something's wrong. You're in your palace. Your servants are quiet. Or not necessarily servants. They, they, they work with you. And a figure appears there. They're wearing a mask, a strange mask with eye holes that look like keyholes. And they thank you for your service before they cut you down. And you return to reality or a reality. <laughs> oh man. They're not the same masks as the Guardians of the Veil, right? Not the same as the Guardian of the Veil that you met, but they did have a mask, and that could be a Guardian okay. thing. You Back in that timeline, no one ever used the words Guardians of the Veil. Okay. Um, wow. That one was a lot. Um, there's two more murals. In the second to last mural, you see, now you recognize it, that helix tower joined with a third, maybe even a fourth branch stretching up higher to the top of the mural. And then to the mural, the last mural, you can see that the tower has shattered. You can see the pieces falling to the ground the people Ooh. running in fear. In this room, towards where you came from, a parallax appears. He walks uh, down the steps. Um, there is an opposite side of this room, right? Like, is, or is it a dead yes, end? Yes, there is. No, there's a staircase that goes up. 
Okay, I'm gonna start going that way, away from the parallax. All right, it will take you two jumps to get across the room. Three on the first jump. And one on the second jump. Man, I'm better jumping onto the platforms than off of them. <laughs> Fueled by your panic, even though he can't see you, you can sense that he's looking somehow. You leap from one to the other. Parallax starts stepping across, and the way that he does it isn't jumps, he just steps confidently, knowing that the platform will be there as he walks. But you've gotten across this room. He is a platform and a half behind you. Um, Okay, I'm going to take the stairs. All right, you run up the stairs and you emerge into a strange garden. The garden that you saw before in your vision. Creatures move and twist here. Inside the plants, plants strange like you've never seen before and creatures too that seem alien. There's enormous fungi that are multicolored and stretch up to the ceiling, but you can't tell where the ceiling actually is. It seems so expansive. This is the greenhouse that you remember entering into. Okay, there's no portal or door or anything that looks like it's the way back out, is there? Well, funny you should mention that. There is, in fact, something that looks kind of portally on one of the sloping hills of this room. There's a circle of strange looking mushrooms. Ooh, a fairy circle. Okay. I always used to jump into those as a girl. If they're ever going to work, it's now. Um, And I go over to the mushrooms and I... As you approach, uh, you see that there's a small red little man sitting on one of the mushrooms, biting on his thumb, who looks up at you even though you're a ghost. Like tiny man? Um, I crouch down to him and ask him if this is the way out. He looks at you with little yellow eyes and says, out is in, out to begin. Where we go, we all will win. And he looks Um, you up and down hungrily. I try to like, (laughs) all right, so I stand back up and I look at him and say, you're no use. Um, And I kind of like try to brush him aside with my foot. Um, Does my foot just pass through him? Uh, No, he scoots out of the way as you brush your foot at him and he snarls. (laughs) He leaps around the circle. Towards the other side. 
how can he even see me? Um, and then I step into the circle, and in high speech, I say, take me back to Salem. Well, the bad news for this Ermengarde is that this portal here does not lead to Salem. Oh, no. They're about to find out what the Fae is like. Oh, no. <laughs> That's where we're going to pause this session. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so that, I think you might want a separate character sheet if you're interested. Because yeah. this second Ethel has gained 30 experience points. Just experience as you live out full lives. Okay. Um, Lori, hold on one second, baby doll. Where do I put lethal damage from earlier? Um, it would be X's in your health boxes. Okay. Cheers. I have just those things written on a separate page for now. And I, yeah, I probably should just rewrite out my character sheet anyway, because I was using all the margins as note paper for a little while. It's pretty crazy. Um. Well, uh, we will see this Ermengarde at some other point in this game because they survived. You won. <laughs> there were a lot of things that would have killed you in that dungeon. I mean, apparently so, as I found. The, I can't imagine anything more upsetting than just like dead versions of yourself. Um, Angry ghost versions just want you to murder people. Yeah, no, it's pretty solid nightmare fuel. So now that Ermengarde has a ghost of themselves and a ghost of their caretaker following them around as like the crew. <laughs> I mean, apparently this is the thing we've learned about Ermengarde. She feels the safest when she's flanked by, like, her ghost posse. Um, Good yeah. stuff. Ghost posse. <laughs> Keeping it real. Or dead. Or something. 